0: Greetings and welcome to the Audio Tidbits Podcast Network. We hope you enjoy the show.
1: Welcome to the podcast. In this episode, James will be narrating positive interpersonal programming, PIP. Positive Interpersonal Programming, PIP, helps you look at yourself and at your marriage and family relationships. It is not a test. Rather, PIP enables you to see your stronger and less strong areas, those things that you do better and those things that you do less well, those things within which you should find pride and satisfaction and those things deserving a little more time and attention from you. Each section focuses on an important area of marriage and family life. Within each section are several statements about the most important interpersonal elements for that area. Going through all of the sections and statements will help you look at your strengths area by area and specifically at your strengths and less strong points within each area. PIP helps you understand yourself and others in your home in many areas such as self-management at home, managing conflict, managing the children, being sensitive to what others want for themselves, understanding the special ways you and others want people in your family to show love and caring, visiting back and forth with relatives and friends of others in the family, avoiding unnecessary financial difficulties or obligations, dealing effectively with the financial difficulties that arise from time to time, making sure that there are enough sexual opportunities, and much more. Positive interpersonal programming also includes PIP for teachers and managers. PIP for teachers is intended specifically for classroom teachers, but may be useful to anyone who is in a student-teacher relationship with someone else. The traits, qualities, and principles reflect good teaching regardless of the setting or situation. PIP for managers is a continuation of the PIP approach. The manager's inventory is divided into sections, with statements included in each section. As is true for other sections, you may use it for yourself or to evaluate the behavior, approaches, and effectiveness of others with whom you are associated. Listening to the podcast will give you a lot to think about and specific ideas about how to improve your relationships at home and in other settings. You may find that having a print copy of the guide will work better for you as you get serious about doing the best you can to do the best you can. If so, the guide is available as a Kindle ebook and as a Kindle paperback on Amazon.com in the Kindle library. If you click on the book's cover in the sidebar of this website, you will be taken directly to the book's page on Amazon.com. Thank you for considering PIP for your personal library. It will be a useful tool as you live and love with your family and work with others who have a direct influence on you and yours.
0: Positive Interpersonal Programming. PIP. PIP. Let's start with Marriage and Family Relationships helps you look at yourself and at your marriage and family relationships. It is not a test. Rather, PIP enables you to see your stronger and less strong areas, those things that you manage better and those things that you manage less well, those things within which you should find pride and satisfaction and those things deserving a little more time and attention from you. Each of the following sections focuses on an important area of marriage and family life. Within each section are several statements about the most important interpersonal elements for that area. Going through all of the sections and statements will help you look at your strengths area by area and specifically at your strengths and less strong points within each area. As you listen to the statements, rate yourself on how well you think you are managing the behavior or activity described in the statement. If the statement is always true for you, give yourself a rating of 5. Give yourself a 4 if it is usually true for you. A 3 if it is sometimes true for you, a 2 if the statement is seldom true and a 1 if it is almost never true for you. 5 almost always true. 4 usually true. 3 sometimes true. 2 seldom true. 1 almost never true. Once you are finished, you will see that you have some points that represent real strengths for you and some points that represent less strong elements. The goal is to work toward average scores of 4 or above within each section. How do you achieve this level? Think back to the individual statements, recalling those statements where you gave yourself a 1, 2, or 3. These represent the specific things on which you need to work. It is important to use two approaches. First, be sure that you spend most of your time and energy doing those things that you do well, those things where you gave yourself a 4, or 5. Do what you do well and do it as much as possible. Next. Begin to give some time, thought, and energy to increasing how often you show the behavior, attitude, characteristics, and so on shown in those statements where you gave yourself low ratings. Emphasize your strong points and gradually strengthen your less strong areas. Below, remember to limit your responses to your relationships with others at home. Section 1. Being a Friend 1. Self-Management at Home a. I am decisive and able to make up my mind b. I am able to set priorities and to decide what is and is not important c. I am consistent and predictable d. I snap back quickly from losses, disappointments, and those times when things do not work out the way I want them to work out E. I have good personal habits. F. I am assertive and upfront about what I think and feel. 2. Positive self-projection. A. I am a happy person. B. I have a good sense of humor. C. I am fun to be around. D. I enjoy people. 3. Showing respect. A. I am gentle and tender with others. B. I am relaxed. C. I am considerate of the feelings of others. D. I listen patiently and carefully. E. I am accepting and understanding with others. 4. Showing trust. A. I give others the benefit of the doubt. B. I do not question the actions or motives of others. C. I am willing to take the first step to improve things or to make things better. D. Others can count on me. E. I avoid blaming or accusing others. 5. Being cooperative. A. I go at least halfway to get things done or to make things better. B. I am willing to help others. C. I work well with others. D. I am clear with others about what I want or expect. 6. Caring. A. I am proud of others. B. I am actively involved with others. C. I am positive and supportive with others. 7. Managing conflict. A. I keep arguments and hassles short, to the point, and under control. B. I hang in there when there is conflict or tension. C. I use hassles and arguments to clear the air and to make things better. D. I am tolerant with others. 8. Sharing. A. I talk with others. B. I see others as important and valued. C. I spend time playing with others. D. I am not competitive with others. E. I invest myself in others. F. I am open with others. 9. Being loyal. A. I stick up for others when someone is complaining about him her or putting him her down. B. I place high value on my relationships with others. C. I deal with the ups and downs in our relationships. D. I have faith in others. 10. Helping relationships grow. A. I am able to change my goals or priorities to improve my relationships with others. B. I can accept and am comfortable with changes in my relationships with others over time. C. I have about the same expectations for our relationships as others. D. I do not try to change others. 11. Keeping morale high. A. I feel good about staying in the relationships I have. B. I see my relationships as a welcomed opportunity and responsibility. C. I am satisfied with my relationships. D. I see my relationships as a 50-50 or give and take kind of thing. Section 2. Being a parent. 12. Managing the children. A. I effectively discipline the children. B. I understand their real needs. C. I expect about the same things of and for the children as do other adults at home. D. I deal firmly but gently with the children. E. I am able to get the children to cooperate. 13. Relating to the children. A. I spend time with them. B. I am someone with whom the children want to spend time. C. I am interested in their activities and involvements. D. I am interested in their problems and difficulties. E. I am pleased with the children. F. I am sensitive to their moods and feelings. G. I give the children room to grow, room to make mistakes, and room to experiment with life. 14. Modeling for the children. A. I set a good example for them. B. I communicate a positive image of the children to them. C. I take time to explain things to the children and to discuss things with them. 15. Being responsible. A. I adequately supervise the children. B. I recognize and deal with their real problems. C. I am committed to the children. D. I appreciate and encourage their individuality. Section 3. Blending Families. This section mostly applies to blended families, those families where the adults and children are forming a new family after a divorce or other disruption of their previous families. You may want to skip this section but I suggest you spend a few minutes with it even if it does not seem to specifically fit for you and your personal situation. You may find some points that are worth some thought and attention. Sixteen blending expectations a i am sensitive to what others want for themselves b i am clear about what i want for myself c i understand and work on what each member of the family wants from his her relationships d i am aware of and help with what others want outside of their relationships with our family 17 blending differing life experiences a I understand the special ways others want me to show love and caring. B. I pay attention to others. C. I know how to be an active and involved member of our family. D. I see each of us as an equal member of our family. 18. Working on blending. A. I visit back and forth with relatives and friends of others. B. I help others take care of their obligations and responsibility to relatives. C. I approve of the relatives and friends of others in my family. D. My relatives and friends are approved of by others in my family. E. I maintain healthy and appropriate relationships with my relatives and friends. F. I appropriately deal with opportunities and responsibilities within my relationships with stepchildren and ex-relatives. Section 4. Being a financial partner. 19. Being financially responsible. A. I keep my bills under control. B. I maintain a reasonable standard of living. C. I effectively manage my money. D. I avoid unnecessary financial difficulties or obligations. E. I follow my budget. 20. Sharing Financially. A. I am satisfied with the material possessions I have. B. I involve others in major financial decisions. C. I understand my financial rights and responsibilities. D. I deal effectively with the financial difficulties that arise from time to time. E. I contribute my fair share to the financial area of my family. F. I am careful not to place too much or too little importance on financial matters. Section 5. Being a sexual partner. 21. Showing sexual interest. A. I am sexually attractive. B. I make sure that there are enough sexual opportunities. C. I anticipate sex with my partner with pleasure. D. I talk with my partner about my sexual wants and needs. E. I am careful not to place too much or too little importance on sex. 22. Relating sexually. A. I respond to my partner's sexual wants and needs. B. Sex with my partner is easy and comfortable. C. I am easily sexually aroused. D. I am sexually skilled. E. I function well sexually. F. I have good sexual timing. 23. Sexual respect. A. I accept my partner's sexual values and beliefs. B. I do not cause my partner unwanted pain or discomfort. C. I do not make sexual demands on my partner. D. I place my emphasis on a positive relationship and good feelings instead of on specific sexual techniques or activities. E. I pursue sexual contact only at appropriate times and in appropriate places. F. I do what I can do to be sure that my partner fully enjoys and participates in sex with me. 24. Sexual fidelity. A. I do not become romantically involved with people other than my partner. B. I do not become sexually involved with people other than my partner. C. I am sexually responsible outside of my relationship with my partner. D. I have let go of past sexual involvements, relationships, experiences, etc. and do not let them interfere with my present relationship. E. I have let go of past romantic involvements and do not let them affect my present relationship. F. I do not accuse my partner of inappropriate sexual activities, involvements or interests. G. I do not bring up past sexual involvements or old relationships of mine or of my partner. Now that you have evaluated your marriage and family relationships, it may be useful for you to now look at other relationships in which you are involved. Again, this is not a test. It is, rather, a way of focusing on your interpersonal strengths and on those positive interpersonal elements to which you may want to give a little more time and attention. There are 22 PIP elements. Together they represent those qualities and traits that are seen in people who are both positive and effective interpersonally. Again. The key is to spend most of your time doing what you do well, while spending some time and effort increasing those things that you do less well or less often, one at a time. Add each of the 22 elements to this statement, I am, blank, in my relationships with other people. For example, I am accepting in my relationships with other people. Using the same rating system used for your marriage and family relationships, decide if the statement is almost always true 5, usually true 4. Sometimes true 3, seldom true 2, or almost never true 1 for you. The goal is to achieve a score of 4, or above within all of your relationships. This overall score may be referred to as your interpersonal index. Here are the PIP elements. 1. Accepting. 2. Assertive. 3. Attractive. 4. Considerate. 5. Consistent. 6. Dependable. 7. Decisive. 8 energetic 9 flexible 10 gentle 11 helpful 12 involved 13 loyal 14 patient 15 playful 16 positive 17 open 18 relaxed 19 responsible 20 spontaneous 21 supportive 22 tolerant Let's shift now to teachers. PIP for teachers is intended specifically for classroom teachers, but may be useful to anyone who is in a student-teacher relationship with someone else. The traits, qualities, and principles reflect good teaching regardless of the setting or situation. The 34 statements are also a useful guide for parents or others who are interested in evaluating a specific teacher. Teachers may develop a teaching quotient for themselves by reading each of the 34 statements. Using the same rating system used earlier, decide if the statement is, for you, almost always true 5, usually true 4, sometimes true 3, seldom true 2, or never true 1. Since teachers are intimately involved in the lives of their students and clearly responsible for the education of those students, your teaching quotient goal should be at least 4.5. Here are the PIP elements for teachers. 1. I check to be sure that the student knows what is expected before holding him or her to the expectation. 2. I check to be sure that the student knows how to do what is expected before holding him or her to the expectation. 3. I relate new materials and learning experiences to things the student already knows or has experienced. 4. I emphasize how much the student is learning instead of how much he she has yet to learn. 5. I give more emphasis to the student's learning well than to his or her behaving well. 6. I know at least as much about the student I am teaching as I know about the subject being taught. 7. I check to be sure that the student understands why work he she has done is wrong or incorrect when there is a problem with that work. 8. I make sure that it is easier for the student to succeed than it is for him or her to fail. 9. I do not see a student's recurring failure as justified or acceptable. 10. I understand and use what actually motivates the student. 11. I see myself as being at least as responsible as the student is when he she fails or is less than fully successful. 12. My evaluation of the student is based as much on my professional intuition and judgment as on formal evaluation and test scores. 13. When teaching... I operate at a fairly high energy level. 14. I give more emphasis to the student's personal growth and learning than to his her winning or achieving high marks. 15. I use logical thinking and problem-solving skills when working with the student. 16. I am calm and self-controlled when teaching. 17. I am well-organized and self-disciplined when teaching. 18. I set a good example for the child in the areas of personal care, posture and grooming, language and speech, relationships with other people, etc. 19. I am friendly and outgoing with other people where I teach. 20. I am as courteous and respectful with a student as I expect him or her to be with me. 21. I respond differentially to small problems, medium-sized problems, and big problems that the student is experiencing. 22. I believe that I can teach and work with a student. 23. I have a strong positive self-image. 24. I like and am liked by the other people where I teach. 25. I do not let personal problems or issues interfere with my work with a student. 26. I stop to figure out why a particular problem or issue has come up before beginning to do anything about it. 27. I do not use ridicule, sarcasm or other negative techniques with a student. 28. I assume and expect that the student will learn and will be successful. 29. I give the student the freedom to make mistakes, try things his-her way the first time, be experimental, and to just goof off, and be unproductive at times. 30. I place more importance on my relating to the student than on his-her relating to me. 31. I spend most of my time with a student in direct teaching and learning skills. 32. I take care to be sure that the time the student spends with me is a good investment of his her time and energy. 33. I use that mix of teaching techniques, procedures, and patterns that is most useful to the student. 34. I am well acquainted with and thoroughly understand all of the subjects and skills I am teaching to the student. Now let's shift to PIP for Managers. PIP for Managers is a continuation of the PIP approach. The manager's inventory is divided into sections, with statements included in each section. The scoring procedure is the same as used before. Listen to each statement, giving yourself a 5 if the statement is almost always true for you as a manager, a 4 if it is usually true for you as a manager, a 3 if it is sometimes true, a 2 if it is seldom true, and a one if it is almost never true for you as a manager. Although the inventory is intended for managers within organizations, it will also be useful for individuals who manage families, community organizations, and small groups. It will be also useful for those who wish to evaluate individuals in managerial positions. We now start with priorities. 1. Cooperation A. I am clear with myself and with my associates about what I want and expect. B. I pigeon and work with my associates. C. I do everything I can do to be helpful to my associates. 2. Loyalty A. I value being part of our association. B. I hang in there and deal with the ups and downs. C. I have faith in my associates. 3. Caring. A. I am proud of my associates. B. I involve myself with my associates. C. I am supportive of my associates and their activities. 4. Sharing. A. I regularly talk with my associates. B. I am open and upfront with my associates. C. I give it my best shot with my associates. 5. Respect. A. I listen when my associates are talking or trying to express their ideas or opinions. B. I am patient with my associates. C. I am accepting of my associates as they are. Six trust. A. I am comfortable with and encourage a give and take relationship with my associates. B. I do not approach my associates by blaming or accusing them. C. I depend on my associates to be there and to do what needs to be done. Let's now shift from priorities to processes. 7. Direction. A. I keep my commitments to each of my associates. B. I try to influence instead of directing or controlling the activities of my associates. C. I generalize and emphasize positive criticism while being careful to be very specific about and to minimize negative criticism. 8. Action. A. I understand the needs and interests of my associates. B. I set consistent expectations for each of my associates. C. I am gentle but firm with my associates. 9. Attitude. A. I individualize my approach, relationship, and expectations for each of my associates. B. I am flexible enough to respond to the needs, interests, and priorities of each of my associates. C. I emphasize and facilitate the satisfaction of each of my associates. 10. Association. A. I assure that each of my associates receives acknowledgement and recognition. B. I accept fluctuations in the attitudes, behavior, and performance of my associates so long as the fluctuations are not too extreme or disruptive. C. I give as much emphasis to adjusting to each associate as to his-her adjusting to me. 11. Engagement. A. I assure that each associate interacts with his-her associates and that they interact with him-her. B. I convey my interest in each associate directly to him-her. C. I encourage each associate to be experimental and to suggest new ideas and approaches. 12. Modulation. A. I tolerate a fairly high level of ambiguity and uncertainty from my associates. B. I simply absorb most intense or acute dissonance while accepting some mild, scattered dissonance within the association. C. I actively resolve real problems, recurring or continuing dissonance, or difficulties that come up involving specific associates or situations. 13. Modeling. A. I personify or exemplify association priorities. B. I project positive and constructive images within the association. C. I articulate and give expression to concepts and ideas that should lead our association.
1: Thanks for joining us for this special episode of the podcast. James and I hope that you enjoyed Positive Interpersonal Programming, PIP, and are finding it helpful. If a print copy would be useful for you or those for whom you care, simply click the book's cover in the side sidebar. You will go directly to the book's page in the Kindle Store on Amazon.com. Please be well, do well, and visit us again soon.